Can I get Better another lemon slayer? Lemon pledge. Lemon pledge. Yeah, land shark pledge. You don't want no lemon. Are you sure? Yes, I'd like some fruit floating in it of any kind. Grapes? Yeah, yeah. Put a grape in it. Or like a honeydew melon, <laughs> balanced on top. <laughs> a whole toothpick with different <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> yeah, have a pineapple, please. With, they, uh, with some watermelon. They ran out of limes, Mike. Here we're oh, so they tried to they try to sneak lemons. Yep. Dino told her to sneak the lemon, and she couldn't pull it off. My beer tastes like my dining room table. I'm sorry, but beer and lemon just doesn't sound good. Well, lemon Larry and a bottle it. of beer, it's on the first album. Yeah. It doesn't sound too good to me. Last time when we were here for the fantasy football draft, Larry was talking about drinking uh, drinking Corona and lemon. Mm. He was comparing Landshack with Lime to Corona and lemon, and I never heard of <laughs> I never heard Corona that. and lemon. I know Blue Moon, it's and I was wondering, I was wondering at the time what it would taste like, and I think I'm kind of getting the effect of it right now. It's not bad, but the lime's better. Yeah. yeah. Lime is Limes are good. Lemons are better in Coke. Mm-hmm. We're Skyping? It's Zodiac. Myrtle Mike is almost too bassy now. I know, I know. He yeah, sounds more... That's he sounds saying. very husky. Yeah, which is why it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking over for that, uh, that movie trailer guy. <laughs> in a world. In a podcast with no beginning and no ending. The year is 2008. It's the 3rd of September. Holy crap. My middle sister's birthday. And my mom and dad's anniversary. Sister? 60th anniversary. 60th. There's a big party going on mix here tonight. No, actually the party is Sunday. Oh, okay. Everybody's invited though. All the listeners are invited to my mom and dad's 60th anniversary. Wow. Uh, so that was set a couple more plates. Wow. Yeah. Just uh, we'll let you know in the in the uh, podcast newsletter. Wink, wink. Congratulations. And uh, wow. I'm Amigo Shimon. I'm Greg. Mickey? Cactus Mike? Cactus Mike? Or Texas Mike? I think it was Texas Back Mike. Back to Cactus. <laughs> that was worse. Yeah, he just that said it really fast. You guys there? Yeah, we're still yeah, here. We're there. What happened? Larry's Wi-Fi isn't what it's cracked up to be. He's Cactus Boy. Cactus Texas Boy. Mike. You know, I don't think Larry has any other kind of repeater except for the thing that's in his office. I know. So <laughs> if he like closes the door of his office, does everybody lose connection? The office door is always closed. Huh. Should I ask to open the if office he, door? Uh, he no. do the podcast in his office. I think he said we need to do the podcast in his office. Good guess. That's exactly what I said. Fantastic. <laughs> cool. On this wow, end. you've you've graduated into Mikeology <laughs> 201 now. On this end, your your all your syllables aren't coming through. <laughs> that was weird. Mike's calling up some another podcast <laughs> with the for the rotary yeah, with the rotary dial. <laughs> All right, gosh, it's two thousand eight. It's the third of September. We introduced yeah, ourselves. Yada 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 yada. Okay, we have nothing to talk about. It's Labor Day week. We're back at Zodiac. Yes, we are. And Zodiac back has wireless. Back so at the Zach. <laughs> What's that? I are. Is that our marketing? All right, somebody's got to stop writing for Greg there. <laughs> Nobody's I writing. Don't Greg, know can you tell? If I want to advocate that slogan, it's well, catchy, but I'm not exactly sure what it means. <laughs> yeah, Zodiac. We're not, we're not Zach Ice or no, it's Yak. Zodiac. I figure 
Zach must be the star of High School Musical 3, correct? There's yeah, got to be a Zach in High School there Musical is. 3. All right, back, so, you know more so than back in at, Zach. Back at the Zodiac. Makes it seem like <laughs> yeah, Scott would like that slogan, but not the rest of We're us. We're back in Zach. Well, uh, we are back for a new season. I don't know what we call this. Season Hoisting Away in the North Four. Coast. <laughs> That's how, right. How long you've been here? What? It's a, let's just do it. Let's just go for the gospel from the oh, coast. A couple of news stories. The, probably the big story is that the uh, fourth leg of the Year of Steel Here Tour is underway, although by the time the show actually hits the uh, podcast airwaves, the fourth leg might be over with. This just in. Vanity Fair gave their list of the 100 leaders of the information age, what they call the Vanity Fair New Establishment. And Jimmy Buffett made the list of 100 leaders of the information age. He's number 97. And it says that in the past year, the hardest working slacker in show business published his seventh book, released a live concert DVD, partnered in an Atlantic City casino, and continued the nonstop touring that keeps the margarita money flowing in an estimated $33 million worth. He beat out number one, number 100 was tech writer for Wall Street Journal Walt Mossberg. Um, reclusive hedge fund manager Stephen Cohen was number 99. And number 98 was Jeffrey Sachs, writer of The End of Poverty and the leader of the Millennium Village Project to, uh, to uh, grow crops in Africa for African villages. So Buffett is more important than a guy who's trying to feed, feed Africa, Africa. Wow. according to Vanity Fair. Um, Buffett is behind number 96, who is Doug Morris, the head of the Universal Music Group, and number 95 is Tom Brokaw. And uh, at the top of the list, at number, num at number one, is Vladimir Putin, and Steve Jobs is number four, Warren Buffett is number five, my buddy, my childhood friend, Steven Spielberg, is number 14, and my other friend, Bono, is number 36. <laughs> and the other story is Nadira Shakur gave a release date for her album, Nod to the Storyteller. It's October 14. And she writes, Who knew there would be so many little details to tend to? The artwork has been the most time-consuming. What do you think of the cover? And there's a little thumbnail of the cover that I printed up with the article. And it looks like one of those old religious albums, it those self, those like vanity project religious albums from the 70s. That that looks so dollar big. Yeah, my mom and so dad don't own this album. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be the nice price immediately. <laughs> I feel I feel bad insulting it since I'm probably going to be buying it yeah. in a couple months or a couple weeks. But still, they really went to that much work on that, on that album cover. Anyway. <laughs> Um, some of the songs listed being on the album are Criola, Making Music for Money, obviously, the two that she's done in concert. When the War is Over, featuring Jimmy Buffett, Frenchman for the Night, Wonder Why We Ever Go Home, and the Mac McAnally song, Let Him Go. And Mac speaking of Mac, Mac McAnally, he appears on Kenny Chesney's new album, Lucky Old Son, which comes out on October 21st. Mac and Kenny do a duet on Mac's song, Down the Road. The song was originally released on Mac McAnally's album, Simple Life, back in 1989. And Kenny Chesney covered one other Mac song, Back Where I Come From, on the album, Me and You, back in 1996. And since I'm reading this verbatim off Buffett News, I should probably give them credit. All right, Buffett News. I didn't even rewrite these. <laughs> and uh, that's it, apart from, apart from the... the uh, the show dates that we haven't talked about for the fourth leg of the tour. Yeah, we can go right into it. I was really looking forward to uh, the kickoff of the fourth leg of the tour, just to see what changes Jimmy would make. 
and he actually did a, a sneak preview of the fourth leg at Stephen Talkhouse in Amagansett, New York, on Friday, August 22nd. Um, the name might be familiar because he's made appearances there before, solo appearances. But uh, the solo concert was not that much different than the usual concert appearance, except he did do No Woman, No Cry, and a solo version of Reggabilly Hill, and the encore was Mr. Tambourine Man. So now he's just doing Bob Dylan covers <laughs> constantly. He's run out of Bruce Coburn covers, and now he's going to do all, all Bob Dylan covers. And then right after that, he went to Atlantic City to officially kick off the fourth leg of the tour and came on stage with uh, an acoustic guitar and Mike Utley on a church organ, and they started off the, the concert with Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw? Well, it's, it's a Sunday show. And uh, some other notable songs from the Atlantic City show were Only Time Will Tell. He brought back Knees in My Heart, which he hadn't done since last year, February of last year. And the uh, rare song that he did at the end was a solo version of Last Mango in Paris. Took the last plane out of Saigon. I took the first passport to China. And Jimmy, there's still so much to be done. Which wasn't all that rare because he was doing full band versions of Last Mango during the end of the third leg. Wednesday, August 27th, he performed at Jones Beach. The uh, probably one of the notable changes was bringing back. You can drink some beer down there. Sonny Landreth guested on I Will Play for Gumbo. They brought back We Are the People Our Parents Warned Us About, which was cool. Shake it up, baby, now. And the rare encore was Oysters and Pearls with Mac on keyboards. Still, it's all a mystery, this place we call the world. Most are fine as oysters, while some become pearls. And then Saturday, August 30th, suddenly, should we do, should we yeah, do suddenly Jimmy remembered that, hey, I probably should, should change up the set list. And so I, I, feel, I feel sorry for the guys at Atlantic City and Jones Beach, especially Jones Beach, because Jones Beach is usually a big concert. But, uh, did he really shake up the pet? I so, thought so. When I was or listening, did he go to, back to similar, something similar to Wheat When I was listening to it, it's like, hey, cool, he's doing some really cool songs. I'm glad I'm recording this. And then I found out later that I wasn't recording this because my software betrayed me. Oh. But thanks but to Buffett News, the aforementioned Buffett News, I was able to get a recording of the concert. Yeah, I downloaded it too. So we have uh, a listener. Really? <laughs> yeah. And hey, not only that, two. No. We don't. Yeah, but we know listener Ed's always out there. We got listener And there's Ed. me, so that's two. Yeah, and I listen. Scott <laughs> doesn't, apparently. Greg does sometimes. <laughs> But we have a listener in near Bristol, Virginia, listener Sarah. She was kind enough to give us a uh, review of the show, and to avoid doing work ourselves, we can read her review. At the Nissan Pavilion in Bristol, Virginia, it was Saturday, August 30, 2008, Labor Day weekend show. Sarah says, I was dehydrated for the first half of the show. Poor tailgating on my part, but at least I was coherent for the concert. <laughs> and I'm still recovering, so this will not be as detailed Yay. as Ed's. Speaking of being dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is not as details as, but it's still a review from someone who was there. He was about five minutes late coming on stage, but the beach balls kept us busy. 
ACDC's You Shook Me All Night Long came on to pump us up, and even though I heard hot, hot, hot four times in four hours in the parking lot, it just means a little something more when it means Buffett's coming on stage. Homemade Music was an interesting first song and probably confused some JB concert virgins. I like her to use the word virgin. <laughs> Tiki Bar is open. Gets the party started for the rest of the crowd. An updated version of Fruitcakes and Pencil Thin Mustache. Lovell was awesome on this one. Keeps it going and Manana switches gears before rubbing it back up for some awesome five o'clock somewhere. I just got to pause and say that it was it was completely unexpected to hear Manana and I yeah, that, really that's, liked that is you're right. That's a difference. Because I can't wait to listen. I, to I, it. I was I really wasn't paying attention to the intro of it, and it was like a couple lines into it. And I'm going, wait a second, he hasn't done this song. No, I haven't heard him do Manana in years, and, and uh, it sounded great. I was wondering, do do JB concert versions really know know what Tiki Bar is open? Know that song? It was weird that. She, maybe they do in Bristol, Virginia. But anyway, Manana was the surprise so far. My fave song, Changes and Latitudes, was next, and he rocked it. The video for Changes and Latitudes was fun to watch, and even though we didn't decorate our truck, the tailgaters that we followed in were on the video, and so were the people a few rows over with an active volcano on their roof. Gypsies in the Palace was a nice surprise for me, and amusing since it was my parents at my house watching my dish TV and taking care of my dog. Jalimon Singh was great with Lovell and follows with the perennial favorite Come Monday. The rock band version of, of Cheeseburger, which had a great funny intro between Jimmy and Ugly, followed with video of people playing it in the parking lot. Followed by Brown Eyed Girl, which didn't get the response it did last year. A great One Particular Harbor rounds out the first set with pics and video from a few decades ago that were in Tahiti. I had to go get water during the intermission or I might not have made it to the end. So it was water instead of the first two songs of the second set, but Scarlet Begonias and Why Don't We Get Drunk sounded good from the outside. I was walking back to my seat as Jimmy introduced Mac for the ass and the hole. Mac did awesome, but most of the crowd was still outside. Mostly, everyone was back by Son of a Son of a Sailor and I was recovering from the water issue. But pics from Jimmy's trip to the USS Harry S. Truman docked in Norfolk, Virginia, pronounced Norfolk, not Norfolk, damn it, played on the screens. I have, to interrupt the, I have to interrupt again and say that I'm pretty sure that everybody in Virginia deliberately pronounces it Norfolk so they can say fuck in front of people and get away with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that It's that's spelled Norfolk. We, we, we have a future that's uh, why I, topic here. I being, I being Catholic and cautious, as Jimmy would say, always say Norfolk. Because that way I can say it in mixed company and not blush when I'm pronouncing the name of the town. If you're in St. Louis, Norfolk. you say St. If you say, it fa if you say Norfolk fast enough, it sounds like Norfolk. But Norfolk. It's Norfolk. But I swear, I, I they do it deliberately. They get away with it. Yeah, the picks from Jimmy's trip, they, they played on the screens. The crowd pops for Volcano and we're all in sync again. Last Mango and Paris shifted the gears down. And then he introed Nadira, and she sang Making Music for Money with Jimmy, and did a damn fine job of it. Jimmy takes it back and keeps the pace with a fantastic schoolboy heart and pirate looks at 40. Far Side of the World, not my fave, but still great. 
We keep the lower gear for the Great Southern Cross, followed up by the Parrothead Anthem Margaritaville. 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 It does say Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah. Mar his most Mar popular song and his most misspelled song. Here we are, rigging on our only listeners once again. We're sorry, we're not sorry, you know? We're all PhDs in English. We all make fun of each other, so we're going to make fun of our, uh, our uh, join reporters, the, too. Yeah, join the, the, the Legion of Greg. <laughs> you can rally behind Greg. Yeah, yeah, right, Greg. Not too close, though. <laughs> Listener Sarah misspelled Margaritaville, and Greg thinks it's all about him. <laughs> crowd was into it. The salt signs were out, but sadly, Jimmy lost the lost verse for our show. But he did accept the presidential nomination from the JB4 Prez signs in the crowd. Yeah, I heard that, but I didn't know they were holding out JB4 Prez signs. It's my vote. I accept the nomination. The newbies and people who wanted to beat the traffic hightailed it out of there and left the diehards to finish encore number one. Finn's was awesome. Then the band intro and Rainy Day Women. Love all rock this one too. Then they all leave, but Jimmy and the stage lights go down and it's just Jimmy, his guitar, and a few thousand of his closest friends for Reggabilly Hill. Also, very unexpected. Yeah. Although, looking back, he did do it solo at, at uh, Stephen House. But still, I never expected that song was that cool. Anyway. This song is great acoustic and truly enjoyable. The Jumbotron was used nicely for this song with four different camera views, a long shot with Jimmy off center to the right, stage right, up close, side shot, and a normal front on close up, and long shot all fading in and out of each other. I don't remember the song now, but he showed Michael Phelps winning several matches and receiving two golds. Crowd popped and Jimmy mentioned after the song was over, but I haven't listened to the recording from Radio Margaritaville. It's nice to have a DVR and Dish Network. And parenthesis to remember the song, and I don't. I, I do remember him mentioning Michael Phelps too, but I don't recall the song. So I'd have now, to go back is Bristol, Virginia, near Maryland? I, I mean, know. Michael Phelps is from the Baltimore area, so oh, okay. I'm wondering. Yet another awesome Jimmy Buffett show. She's got her photos up at Flickr, and uh, she gives the link to that, which we'll include in the show notes. And she signs off with Sarah in VA. And that's uh, show number four for the Thank fourth you, leg Sarah. of the tour, if you count Stephen Talkhouse as show number one. And it was cool. He did Manana, Gypsies. He brought back Gypsies in the Palace, which I also haven't heard in years. Jolly Mon Singh was done with the stripped-down beach band. And, like she said, the, uh, the rare encore was Reggabilly Hill. And then two days after that, on Labor Day, Monday, September 1st, he performed at Bristol, Virginia, at Nissan Pavilion again. And uh, the rare songs this show were Ragtop Day, the first time on this tour. A full band version of Ragtop Day. Um, just for listener ed, I believe. Also, uh, they don't dance like Carmen no more with the stripped down beach band. Wow. And in the second set, he, uh, he encored Knees of My Heart, which he'd done a couple times before, and brought back Boat Drinks, which boat is drinks. such a standard, but I'm surprised that we haven't heard it all that often. 
And the rare first live Buffett song I ever heard. The rare uh, encore for this show was Tin Cup Chalice, which is kind of bittersweet because that's the one he did for us. Yes. Yeah. So. No, it's nice to hear again, but you know, I always thought it was our song and hearing you singing it for first time. Yeah, they didn't win no song. Mike, are you still there? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> I was wondering too. I was wondering too. If <laughs> we've been doing all this, like it's for him. Sir, here. I feel you can read a little bit here now. I'm I'm a listener. <laughs> listener Mike. Hey, we got four listeners now. Kick ass. It's hurricane season. That's right? a segue. It's hurricane season, okay. and we're thinking, what's some good? Well, no, I guess I never did give. You know, I should back up. Do I even need to give a Utah playlist recap? Yes. Well, because I am intrigued since no, it was my playlist. I again, it's really just for me and Greg. I gotta be though. <laughs> okay, so, you can just tell we went me to the Utah-Michigan game. Michigan blew it, and uh, well, blew it. Whatever they came out, not unexpected, but then lost the game. But previously, I mean, it was a beautiful day. We tailgated for hours, so I did use I did use all of my, everything you said. I put in the playlist at least once. <laughs> All the even the little jokes and everything, and Margaritaville mm. for the salt, along with my Michigan stuff, and uh, whatever the club training Trini was the best uh, was the best addition. I thought put, so. I put a bunch of club Trini in there, and really when I thought about it, I said, you know, it was such a nice day, and nothing with Utah. If I just had club Trini along with the Michigan stuff, the Glee Club, the band. And maybe even doubled up on the Michigan stuff so that Victor shows up more than once. And, and I did throw, a quick note, I did throw Arizona State Buffett songs in there. Oh, Arizona the marching State band. marching band. So it sounds like it's come from the Michigan band. But if I just had Club Trini and all the Michigan songs, like every other song, if it just shuffled that way, that would have been perfect. Background music, it was just a beautiful day. My instincts were correct. Yeah, that would have been the best. And it was a good day except for the outcome of the football game. This week, I'm going to test Mike's instincts for Miami of Ohio, though he treated it like it was Miami of Florida. You work with what you have. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. We're Cincinnati. Um, know. We're talking to Cindy here. Uh, You're on the internet. Well, Cindy just oh, went to, sorry. Cindy just saw, she won't talk at our podcast, but she just saw Jimmy at Cincinnati. Well, she's got to be on, on the air. <laughs> no kidding. That's what I just said. Yeah. He's oh got to be a special guest. Come on. <laughs> what were the memorable songs? What did you What did you want to hear? And what did he play, maybe? That's like a two-part question. <laughs> did he play what you wanted to hear? Yes. What were the songs that you wanted I, to go to I hear? I like Margarita also. Okay. Now, what, was there some song that he played that you said, oh, I've never heard that in concert before. That was, that was awesome. You don't. Too many this, this is the best interview that Greg's <laughs> so ever done. Me, What's that? It's the only interview I've ever I done. Said, this is the best interview Greg has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Nobody can do the hurricane songs. That's hilarious. Yes. Sure. Why not? Hurricane songs. I think we need to do some homework on that one. No, no, just come there up with it now. Try and reason with hurricane season. There, I said it first. Aha, breathe in, breathe out, move on. <laughs> Very good. That's a better one, actually. That's a more poignant one. Banana wind. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song. It's not right. <laughs> Banana wind's supposed to be some ferocious wind. And it's such a nice the little song. trade wind, I thought. 
It's supposed to be blowing no, the bananas off the trees. It's kind of wind that knocks bananas out of the trees. Yeah, fair. I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, Greg's hat hair makes him look like Barack Obama. <laughs> Well, because he went to he went to Lady Jane's. I went to Lady Jane's. He got, got a haircut. shitty haircut. He's got, wearing hats. I got a shitty haircut. He's got the Barack. My hair. I got he's the Barack torn. special. He does. He has a Barack Obama haircut. I never had my hair so short. The last time I think I had my hair so short. What do you think? What? My hair short, isn't it? He's got the Barack. You don't. She doesn't know what she looked like before. She doesn't know what she looked like before. But you had a bushy hair a couple weeks ago. She remembers. Just bad. Well, you got to put a photo of Greg on the uh, website now. We do have a joke. There you go. But you, we would need you. You'd have to play the part of two women. Oh, gosh. You be two twin, she means twin one and See, two. the, the disembodied so voice told you to do it. Oh, my goodness. I stand by Who's going to be the narrator? Yeah. Okay. And action. Morris starts talking to two women in a bar. They turn out to be Siamese twins, and they wind up back in his apartment. <laughs> what was that for? <laughs> no, I'm just laughing. They turn out to be Siamese twins. <laughs> you didn't like, notice at the beginning. I know. Why are they standing so close? I, I had a tough time with this part. I didn't want to go into this big discussion about how they he didn't notice. All right, you want me to start over? Sure. All right. Moore starts talking to two women in a bar. They turn out to be Siamese twins, and they wind up back in his apartment. It was not a nightmare. That's my little joke. Morris is He makes love to one, and then starts to work on the other. <laughs> Since she happens to be there, Morris realizes the first one might get bored watching, so he asks her, "What would you like to do while I am busy?" Is that a trombone in the corner? I love to play your trombone. If you know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know if we should all say that together. That Wait, no, we should all say that together. Okay. One, two, three. Was, if you, you know, know what, what she means. means. Okay. So she plays it while he makes love to her sister. A few weeks later, the girls are walking past Morse's apartment building. One of the girls say, Let's stop up and see that guy. The other girl says, Gee, do you think he'll remember us? I like this one. This is right up my alley. I knew it wasn't for everyone. I like it. No, it's right along with the, the talking muffin. We did that joke. Did we not do that joke? Or At least twice. Okay, the uh, three times. That was part of some study. It was part of some study, like Columbia University or something. Out there. They did a study about that joke. And like over half the people, it made them angry. <laughs> Not funny, <laughs> angry. I mean, this is via my son Jacob. He's telling me that he couldn't believe it. I just heard there was a study about that joke. And so, ladies and gentlemen, the premiere episode of season six comes to an end. But wait, there's more. For those of you who missed him, here is a brief message from Scott. Well, I didn't really do any homework. And I'm kind of tired, and I got a meeting at 7. <laughs> okay, you're going to... So, I think I'm bailing. Why don't you uh, give a message to our, uh, our your devoted fans before we leave, since I'm recording right now. So, first of all, I'd like to apologize to my fans for cutting my Air? contributions oh. to the podcast short, but at last I am back to work, and it's been a hectic week. 
And I'm tired. Oh, that's right. He's a teacher. And then Lee tried to rip me off, charge me for some <laughs> towels. What do you buy brand new ones every time? Which is just I gotta disgrace. charge for the I gotta charge to get him clean, Mike. Come on. <laughs> this is Scott signing off. <laughs> Next, some hard hitting political commentary. You watching the Republican convention? No, I'm just actually I'm watching a high school football game. Are you DVRing the Republican convention for a posterity? No. Checking out all those dyed blonde Republican women. When does Pollen talk? I think tonight. You mean right? Palin? Palin. Pollen, Palin. Every time I see this, the headlines about Palin, I think they're talking about Michael Palin, and I get all excited, like, oh, cool, Monty Python news. And then it's the stupid <laughs> woman from Alaska, like, I give a crap. <laughs> Jesus, Julia Vani still talking? Julia Vani? <laughs> Julia Vani. <laughs> Sounds like a, the new hot model. Julia Vani. Yeah. Yep. Isn't she a host on E? Doesn't she do their their, their Oscar uh, post show? <laughs> In the red carpet. And, and now, our big finish. How are we doing? We're doing great. Is this cigar time? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, okay. Are you in bed yet? Wow, that's a rather personal question. <laughs> that, that was Lee, Mike. Mike, oh. you got your pajamas on? Yes, actually, I do. All right, see? That's what I'm talking Tell about. Tell them a bedtime story. Well, I forgot the three pigs and the Goldilocks one, because I'm 50 years old. So, <laughs> Tell them about the three, the, the three rich Italian kids. Oh, we don't know them. <laughs> one built a racket club out of straw. One built a racket club out of mud. And one finally bought Wi-Fi. <laughs> 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 Short summers, <long> <laughs> Too bad only us think that's fine. That's life on the North Coast That's life on the North Coast